Hey everybody, it's Epiphany, your favorite host from Lust for Life, LV. Fully! And once again, this is Epiphany with LustForLife.com. And I also am on YouTube, so Lust for Life, LV. You can find me there as well. And today's topic is moving, relocating, starting your life anew. <sighs> Doesn't that sound good? It's the end of the year. And you can look at it as a glass half full or empty and say it's the beginning of the year. And which means it's a new start for all. Some people, the new start is, you know, exercising. I think that's everybody's resolution. But some people is basically starting a new life somewhere else. Maybe a new job, maybe a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, maybe both. Maybe you want to get, try both, have a tri-couple. <laughs> Whatever your heart desires, I am here to support you. So this segment is about getting to a place where you feel comfortable and that you could call your own and that is uniquely you. For people who've been trying to figure out how to move and where to move and what the first step is, I'm here to guide you in the terms of Ayurvedic. I am an Ayurvedic specialist. And what is Ayurveda, some people might say? Ayurveda is a old ancient um, lifestyle regimen to help you live your best life ever, mentally, physically, and as well as just the flow of abundance and good prosperity and abundance to you. So this lifestyle is a 5,000-year-old lifestyle that started in India. And if you're a spiritualist like myself, you understand that everything comes from the same source. But I'm giving credit to where it's contributed to the so I'm saying India. But everything comes from the same source. Because if you look at similar other ancient traditions like the Egyptians, the, the ancient Chinese, they all have similar practices. They might just have different names for it. So we're here to just go back, back in time and be able to figure out what made life more simple back then and we can incorporate into this busy, hectic life here. So Ayurvedically speaking, the weather contributes to the type of environment that you will be moving into. You got it right, the weather. And so I know many people don't consider the weather too much when they're moving. They might consider the price of the home. They might consider where or how far it is from their current job or if they're relocating their new job. They might consider if they have kids. They want to know if the school district is top notch or not. Whatever it is that you consider, those are all great factors. But I think one simple thing people don't really think about is the weather. Like some people might think of it as a terms, well, I hate snow, so I'm going to move away from the snow or I'm from a warm climate. I would love to see what snow looks like. It looks so magical on those Christmas movies that I watch. You know, it's that time of the year. <laughs> they make snow look so wonderful and cool to play in. And for those that like snow, it is great. So those are things that you think about when it comes to weather, but it's more than just that far as it contributes to a person's personality. And if you have a certain personality, it's very, very important to be able to have that matching personality, be able to have synchronicity with other folks. You don't wanna move into a neighborhood where you don't get along with your neighbors. I've heard horror stories of people who've had to go take their neighbor to court because the energies just didn't match. 
I have an aunt that actually did get sued by her neighbor. It's like no joke. It is so sad. I shouldn't be laughing. But it is funny in a way because who would have thought buying your dream home, you would come into these type of problems with a neighbor or maybe some type of neighborhood club that you belong to. You want to make sure that you are organically in sync with one another whenever you move to any district. So you want to think about weather. For example, when I decided I wanted to move to Hawaii, I looked at the weather of all the islands because they have 14 different climate changes. That's right, 14. Most people don't know that. Most people don't even realize that it's snow in certain parts of Hawaii. Yes, get that, snow in Hawaii. So it really depends on where you move is what you're going to get. I went to Hilo, which is known as the rainiest city of the country whether you consider hawaii a part of us or not that's another topic <laughs> but statistically speaking we're going to say hawaii is a part of the us you can debate that and it is the rainiest season rainiest city is hilo hilo rains every single day no joke and it doesn't rain hard though. That's when it is. It rains for literally five minutes and then it goes away. It's considerate rain. So I didn't mind it. It's not exactly like Seattle. Like people think of Seattle is something like really dark and gloomy all the time. It's not dark and gloomy in Hilo whatsoever. The rain does not really affect your day during the day. And the reason I say it's considerate is also because the big downpour, don't get me wrong, they have some like tsunami type of rainstorms, literally and figuratively, but they occur around 10 p.m. I noticed this. When I lived there, the rain, the heavy rainfall never did happen until after everybody had did what they had to do and was indoors. It's the country. You know, it's the country. It's the slow paradise of tropical region. There's not much nightlife on the big island. It's not like Oahu. So we're going to talk about that. It's not like Oahu. So people pretty much don't have anything to do after 7 p.m. People are pretty much inside, indoors, in their homes after 7 p.m. No one's out and about really running around at night, typically. So everybody's pretty much indoors and at home by 10 o'clock. And that's when the rain starts to pour down like nobody business. I remember first rains <laughs> pour I witnessed. I thought it was a real tsunami happening. And then I like, know it was just a rainfall. Like it rained, rained so hard. I never, never experienced rain that hard before. But I was indoors, so I was safe. It wasn't that big of a deal. So I say that the weather is so considerate. It's a polite weather. <laughs> and what rain does, rain makes you lethargic. Yes. In Ayurvedic, we call the lethargic energy that's in balance, because I want to make sure that's correct, is in balance, not a balance, kapha. Kapha. Kapha is the dosha, which is your body is governed by these three doshas. It's the dosha that's made of earth and water. And what does earth and water make? It makes clay. What does clay do? Clay is kind of heavy once it sits and hardens, and it's stiff. So you could think about that something being like a pottery pot clay that's hard and stiff that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so the people in Hilo are really just stiff and kind of 
not enthusiastic to try new things, not to do much movement. I had a friend one time who wasn't originally from Hawaii, who had moved to Hawaii, and she noticed that when she lived in Hawaii, she had energy to do one thing a day. That was her joke, like, oh, I did my one thing for today. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I know people have here about the Hala Island. People are so laid back that they don't really do anything that busy. They're not that busy. They kind of just have like a very low maintenance routine for their day-to-day basis of how they conduct their lives. So it's so much kafa energy. Once again, you're near the Pacific Ocean. You're right there in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So you have a lot of water. And you have this little island, which consider is the earth, ground. So that combination basically is not something you want to do if you're in your prime of your life. Like when I moved, I was still very, very young. And I thought I was going to make all these big things happen, all these big ambitions. But it's not a place for that. It's more of a retirement place. It's like moving to Florida. So if you want to go to Hilo, it's like it's a place you move after you've done whatever your dreams and goals, aspirations was for your lifetime. It's not a place to get things going. But on the other hand, if you're still dreaming of Hawaii, don't be discouraged. If you're still in your young age and your prime too, and you want to get some things going, I suggest move to the capital. You know, um, Honolulu, uh, maybe move somewhere on the island of Oahu. There's several different islands. People don't think about that. If you if you don't know anything about Hawaii, you think it's just one island. It's several different islands. And Oahu is so tiny, but it's so jam-packed. It's so funny. The big island is way bigger, but it's so less populated. The Oahu is overly populated, and it's very competitive because the weather is different. It doesn't rain every day in Oahu. It's more hot. It's more sharp energy. And what we call in Ayurveda, that is Pitta. P-I-T-T-A. Pitta dosha is very hot. It's very hot. It rules hot heat. It rules fire. So it's, it's a transformative energy. And it gets your butt going. You know how the expression is, they said, you know, in order to move from this situation, I need some fire to my ass. <laughs> and that's what Pitta is. It gets you moving and it's highly competitive. So that for that energy is just so much different from the other island that I lived on. So if you want to have something like start a business or maybe start some type of group, whatever it is that you want to be more active, I suggest moving to Oahu if that's what you want. So you have to know the energy. Once again, it, what what works for you? If you're a person who gets bored easily and you can't stand a slow pace, Hilo is not for you. If you want to relax and be able to have your mind at ease for not having to hustle and bustle of the corporate America, the Hilo is for you. I don't regret moving to Hilo because I felt that it was a good break. But at the same time, it was a little bit too slow for me. I was looking for something in the middle. I didn't want too competitive and I didn't want too slow. And Hilo was on a slow end. I was looking for something middle ground and I didn't get it from Hilo. And Oahu was just totally different. Even the school, like the school was more competitive because I applied to both the, the colleges, the University of Hilo and the University of Oahu. And it was like a totally different process. 
I can tell that it was very competitive getting into the school on Oahu than it is Hilo. It was it was easier getting into Hilo than it was to Oahu. And that was another reason I decided on Hilo too. Um, the school there was not as competitive um, to, for me to get in and to ex basically explore my academic pursuits and dreams there too. So once again, it's really about the weather that influences the energy of something. If you're not trying to compete with a thousand people <laughs> for something, you just want to be able to be accepted as yourself and have something that's more lenient. I suggest Hilo for you because it's not a rush, rush, fiery environment. If you see what I'm saying, that's what's the difference. For another example of how to know where to move when it comes to weather. Okay, currently I live in Las Vegas. That's why I named the business Lust for Life LV. LV stands for Las Vegas. I've been recently, recently thinking about moving to Dubai, which is another desert, okay? Same type of pedal weather. <laughs> very dry, very dry. Dryness represents actually the dosha, the other third dosha we haven't spoke about, which is vata. Vata rules air. And air can sometimes be very dry, 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 dry. <laughs> when I moved to the desert, it's a big contrast from moving from an island where there's so much moisture in the air. I kid you not. When I lived in Hawaii, I never had to put on lotion. Get that. Like, pretty much, Hilo can shut down the lotion industry. <laughs> All on its own, it can just shut it down. Like, ugh. You are basically a wasted entity. We don't need you here because it's so much moisture in the air. That's why things grow so big. Also, the sun contributes to it as well. That's why things grow so big and well. But the sun, the vitamins from the sun and also the moisture in the air, plants are just lustrous over there. Hair is just lustrous. If you want to grow your hair out, I'm, I suggest moving to the islands because the hair just grows and it just grows and grows and grows. Is so much moisture in the air. Your skin feels so more, more soft and supple and moisturized. And I will put on lotion still, to be honest, but I only did it for just because I wanted to. I never needed to. Now, fast forward to me being in a hot desert. Oh, you have to. <laughs> There's not an option or a thought or a second guess when it comes to putting on lotion. You have to put on multiple types of lotion. I literally use two different types of lotions each day now that I'm in the desert. I used two different, my hair is so dry, I moved, I started getting slight nosebleeds because the air is so dry, yes, I said nosebleeds, the air is just so dry here that I wake up and like if I blow my nose to clear out my sinuses, I get that slight blood um, in my tissue when I blow my nose, not a big nosebleed, like I don't wake up with blood on my face. This is when I go get up in the morning and blow my nose to clean out my sinuses. I see little traces of blood on the tissue because the air is just that freaking dry. Oh, my God. So, and I'm thinking about moving to another dry climate. Oh, my goodness. I know. Sounds so crazy. But, <laughs> but it is appropriate for my ambition. My point to you guys is that you have to think about your ambitions. You have to think about your goals. You have to think about what you're trying to accomplish when you're moving somewhere so right now i feel that the pit of energy is perfect for me to try to get my dreams off the ground and to be able to grow my business and to be able to 
try to aspire to new heights i'm not old enough to retire nowhere near it so this is not my goal i'm not in my golden years so i don't need to be in a laid back place i need to be in a place where things are popping and always going in the right direction and elevating people so the desert since it's pitta once again we introduced the dosha of pitta it's very fiery people are very competitive and i noticed that people in las vegas and people in dubai drive the same <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it just once again shows you how the weather controls or contributes contributed to different type of personality traits so people in las vegas drive so insanely to me not as bad as third world countries because i've been some other places around the world where i'm like why how what is the driving license criteria here it's so bad not that bad but the people are just rude they're rude drivers here and they're rude drivers in dubai they're aggressive because once again that's that fire energy that competitive energy they're aggressive they consider license um stop lights and stop signs to be suggestive <laughs> they're more suggestive like they might stop at a red light they might stop at a red big sign that says stop maybe and they're definitely cutting you off there is definitely cutting you off there's a lot of blowing honking your horn <laughs> they do not believe in driving slow they're speeding even if it's rush hour they're still trying to speed and it's like how are you going to speed in the rush hour it's nowhere to go it's traffic bumper to bumper but yes people in dubai and las vegas drive exactly the same and it's not a coincidence it's because of the weather people are very angry when it's too hot this has been statistically proven you can look it up yourself that crime rises when the weather is hotter let's say you live in a place where it's four seasons and your summers get very hot the summertime brings out more crime activity crime goes down in the winter in cooler months people are not as aggressive and mo more so aggravated they're not aggravated in the winter as they are in the summer people want to fight for no reason when it's hot <laughs> So that brings more conflict. If you are a person who can handle conflict, that's different. Like myself, um, I'm graduating in two weeks with my master's in psychology, and I've done counseling as well. Now I'm doing business psychology, which is still similar. I can handle aggression. I know how to handle it. If you're a person who can't handle aggression or confrontation, you do not need to be in a pitta climate. You just don't. You do not need to be in a pit of climate. And also, you have to, to basically know yourself physiology-wise. Your physiology can be disturbed in a certain climate that's not for you. For example, if you have children and they suffer from bronchitis, they suffer from asthma, you do not want to move to a tropical wet place because that's just going to create more mucus. Wet climates create more wetness in the body so if you want to do once again do your research on your own you can look up how there is a very high rate of asthma in the city of Hilo in Hawaii once again you have to look at all these factors when you move you can't just think about 
oh, this is a pretty house, this is a pretty apartment. No, no, no. You have to go deeper and further in that. And I'm here to help you and guide you to be able to live the best life that's better for you, specifically for you, and not for anyone else. So I really hope this helped you in finding a place that's right for you. If you are listeners out there looking for a new place to move and live and be comfortable and feel in ease in your own skin, on your own couch, cuddled up since it's the winter here in the U.S., I would say cuddle up and bundled up <laughs> with your hot cocoa and watch your Netflix you need to be able to do your research fully about where you're moving into because you don't want to be like some people i know and get sued by your neighbor or you don't want to have to have road rage and get cut off on a road when you're trying to get to work or if you got a kid and your kid has asthma you don't want to make that worse by moving to a climate that's going to just make their asthma even more aggravated think about the aspects of what you're getting into and if you're still needing help with this i can basically break down any city in the world <laughs> i can tell you what you're going to run into just by looking up the weather and if you want further guidance just look me up i'm available at lustforlife.com and i'm available email me at lustforlife at consultant.com so Lust for Life is L-U-S-T, the number four, not the word for written out, the number four, life, L-I-V-E, and L-V, okay, L-I-F-E-L-V. <laughs> so Lust for Life at consultant.com. And you want to be able to also look me up on YouTube, that's Lust for Life, L. U-S-T, the number four, L-I-F-E, L-V is in Las Vegas. It's the channel for YouTube. I'm also on Instagram. I'm also on YouTube. I am also on Twitter. I'm on all the social media, so I'm easily accessible if you want consultations. I'm here to give you consultations with business, consultations with your health, consultations with your mental stress and your ability to be able to tap into your calm area of your life to be able to live a more soothing, comfortable existence here on earth. So this is Epiphany and I'm signing out. Thank you. See you next time.